When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, baseball and general life fans. Likely Mad as Hell is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Check out more great podcasts on foreverdogpodcasts.com. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever the hell you get your podcasts. All right, now let's play ball. Fly ball into right. Back is Puig at the wall and is gone. And hits it into right. Here comes Barnes. He'll score. Good. This series too good to end in six. Dodgers force a game seven. All right, here it is, game seven. Welcome to Likely Mad as Hell. I'm Rhea Butcher, your host. If I sound weird, because I'm recording this in an airport terminal. Hey, we said it was going to be a World Series diary. We meant it. <laughs> I did not plan my World Series very well. I took gigs without checking the dates of the World Series. Hey, that's on me. Also, got to get paid. You know what I mean. <laughs> you're probably trying to get paid right now while you're listening to this podcast. Number one, big thanks to Forever Dog Podcast Network for putting this whole shindig on. I couldn't have done it without Brett. There's going to be another episode, but I just wanted to say that right now. I went and did another Forever Dog podcast, uh, Treks in the City, with my teammate, Alice Wetterland. And that's where I met Brett. And he, like, immediately pitched me ideas on this podcast. And I've been wanting to do a baseball podcast for a while, but I just didn't have the confidence to do it because I kept thinking, oh, I need a co-host or I need this or I need that. And then I realized, oh, I just need Brett. So, shout out to Brett. Hope he's enjoying listening to this. He's a great guy. Awesome dude. Support his network. Also, a big shout out to Farrell for helping us get this off the, off the ground. They're helping us with a lot of things. And again, as usual, big thanks to Mr. Jason Isbell and the 400 unit for letting us use that perfect song just sounds like a baseball song you know what I mean there's just like these songs that sound like baseball songs don't have to be singing about baseball just feels like baseball anyway I feel that way about a lot of things (laughs) so I have to preface game six with the fact that I did not get to watch the whole game I was hosting my stand-up show put your hands together at UCB Franklin every Tuesday at eight which is also guess what a podcast it's the only stand-up show goes out as a podcast and guess what it's on feral audio if you haven't listened to it it's pretty fun you get to hear a lot of stand-up if you're in a place that doesn't have stand-up regularly or if you're not in a big city or you have social anxiety it's a great way to check out comics and listen to a stand-up show so that's pretty cool give that a listen so i didn't get to listen or i didn't get to watch the game last night because i was hosting the show i was feverishly checking my at-bat app and there is a bar next door and I could hear some faint cheers and the box office at UCB also was streaming the game 
so that's kind of fun, you know? I mean, this is, this is what I like about this whole thing, is a city coming together. And I was realizing last night, maybe yesterday, in general, baseball's been on my mind, obviously. World Series season is almost over. Just thinking about it. Thinking about this former team that I had, I have to tell you, it was just an emotional roller coaster for me yesterday. I kept telling myself, why do I do this to myself? Why do I get so involved? Why do I fall in love? That's the whole thing, right? That's like living. I mean, I must have in maybe an hour, I did get to watch like first pitch and uh, saw the Springer home run. And the Springer home run was when I just thought, you know what, why, why do I keep doing this to myself? <laughs> I hate baseball. Baseball is the worst. And then I had to take the dog for a walk, and I was out for like 45 minutes with the dog, and I was trying not to check because it seems like my team is doing better when I don't watch, so I was trying not to pay any attention. <laughs> and then I saw that the bases were loaded, and Dave Roberts took Rich Hill out to put in Brandon Morrow, and I said, you know what? I hate baseball. <laughs> I'm off of baseball forever. And then he got out of it, and I was like, you know what? I love baseball. <laughs> Someone got really mad at me because I said something about Dave Roberts last night. But see, the thing is, I got into the... I don't know if anybody else has this. But I have this with sports. I have this with a lot of things that I love. I get to a point where I just have to be purely negative. I just have to get it all out. I have many friends, specifically Cubs fans. And maybe this is just how you can be a true Cubs fan. Is to just have pure faith. I don't understand. I've never had that. I've watched... I've watched the team that I like lose the World Series three times in my lifetime. Feels like a lot. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe the Tigers <laughs> might be. My, my, my former team is up there. And yes, I'm saying former because I got to get off of it. It's like a bad relationship. It's a bad relationship that I have with that team. I think maybe I can do it this time, though. Then I was just like getting updates about the game. Chris Taylor, my dude, my dude, breaks it open with a RBI double. Boy, oh boy, is that not what he was trying to do? <laughs> he was not trying to take that ball opposite field. Verlander looks good, but you got to run out of gas sometime. So he hasn't recorded a win in the World Series ever. Crazy. These stats are wild. He still looked good, but I tweeted last night, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Verlander in relief tonight. I would not be surprised. I feel like this game is going to be batshit. <laughs> it's going to be roll nuts. I'm going to be in New Orleans completely alone for this game. <laughs> so the emotional roller coaster is just getting started. I hope people have enjoyed the podcast, and I hope you've enjoyed the World Series so far, because it's been, I mean, World Series beat Sunday night football. I don't know that that ever happens. I'm pretty happy about it, because I think football sucks. <laughs> and if you like football, sorry. I just think football's, like, not great. Baseball's not great either. It's not like it's all Democrats. <laughs> Baseball's almost all Republicans. Um, Rich Hill, man. I thought he looked good. I thought the curveball looked good. I know he put some on. 
but I just feel like that dude from the blown perfect game, which he didn't blow. He did not blow that perfect game. The, his, his offense did, 100%. From the perfect game to the make some noise sign that he was holding up in the NLCS. <laughs> to stepping off the mound last night to let the crowd boo Yuli Gurriel. I love that dude. I might even get a ritual jersey. I already have some jerseys. I definitely don't need to buy any more, but I'm thinking about... I just... What a great dude. I mean, he was so zen about that perfect game. It's crazy. Intense, I should say. Sorry, I keep saying crazy. It's weird to record a podcast at the airport. There's no televisions either, which is strange. I feel like everywhere I go these days, there's a television everywhere. Maybe I can find one with the highlights or something. Somebody can tweet at me and tell me if Kenley Jansen looked good last night. I didn't. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to watch. I don't know. I have almost no predictions other than I feel like we will see Verlander again. I don't like George Springer's hair. And it's not because he's in the, on the opposite team. I don't like his haircut. <laughs> it's a weird haircut. I otherwise like George Springer. He seems like a nice guy. I'm going to walk through the airport to see if I can find something that's playing sports. And maybe I'll get away from these announcements because I'm sure this is probably pretty annoying. I have to hear that. And thanks to everybody that's been listening. It's been a lot of fun making this podcast. And I'm going to try to keep doing it. Um, in the off season and it'll probably be about some other stuff it won't be just about baseball but other things too I don't know what a journey we've been on congrats to everybody who watched the whole season of baseball people just don't understand and hey I get it if it's not something you grew up with then I can't expect you to want to watch 162 games. And I don't know that I watched 162, but I feel like I did. I definitely feel like I did. <laughs> but see, that's what makes the postseason so great, is that you've watched a hundred baseball games. And then you're just, you're getting to the end. It's like you're on the battle with them. This is a heck of a series. This is the first time since 1931 that two 100-win teams have pushed a series to seven games. This is the first time Dodger Stadium has ever hosted a Game 7 in a World Series. And Jock Peterson is the first Dodgers in 39 years to hit three home runs in the postseason. <laughs> I bought a new suitcase and it's garbage. It just falls over all the time. I don't get it. Also bought coffee at the airport that was disgusting. You understand. So I don't know that I'm going to get to watch this game. I think I'm going to catch the end of it. Because I'm doing a college gig. 
Pretty sure it's at 8. That's right when the game starts. I am only doing a half an hour. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. There was even an easier pinch hit and we won the game. I don't, I don't believe it. I hope Cody Bellinger can hit again tonight. That would be nice. I mean, I can't imagine being a rookie and playing at this level right now. <laughs> Somebody's going to get fired up, or they're not, you know. Oh, boy. Somebody just got to their flight, and it's... The door's closed. Oh, shit. I've never seen that. Ugh. Sorry, dude. Well, I wish I had more analysis. It's really just feelings at this point, and the fact that I didn't get to see the game doesn't help, that's for sure. Like I said, I mean, I thought I was planning my whole life around baseball, but apparently I didn't. Apparently I failed. <laughs> I trying to get this podcast up to 20 minutes. I don't know if I can do it. Well, it's going to be over tonight. In some ways, I'm grateful. This has been the most intense emotional roller coaster of baseball that I've ever been on since Game 7 of last year. Except every single one of these games after Game 1 has felt like Game 7. I mean, this is what you get. I wish... See, this is... Okay, look. (laughs) A lot of people like the wild card. I'm sure if my team won the wild card and got into the World Series on the wild card, I would be like, I love the wild card. But honestly, I don't like it. A wildcard team winning the World Series on a wild card. It just is like, really? I will give the, the the West Coast excuse that the NL West has been packed for years. And the wild card in the West has been sort of like, well, I mean, they they won 97 games. When you're a wild card, you win 89 or whatever. Look, I'm not trying to judge. It's just like, I want to see these 100-win teams play each other. This is has been like watching two people two twins arm wrestle for a week. <laughs> and it's like, oh, is the one that's that was born five minutes earlier going to win? Or the younger one that's five minutes younger going to win? <laughs> it's like, there's no real... Because the Astros are, like, just super young. And Verlander's, like, sort of brought them together and been this, like, leader that they definitely were missing. I also learned the other day that Verlander wanted to go to the Dodgers. I didn't know that. I mean, I know he like lives out here and he's married, going to be married to a famous hot person. The life of a professional, male professional athlete, right? But he wanted to come to the Dodgers and they turned him down. So I feel like, you know, that was definitely firing him up and continues to. I feel like they didn't want somebody to compete with Kershaw as, like, the head of the rotation, you know? Somebody said I was wrong. I don't know. I think I'm right. (laughs) They wanted somebody like Darvish to back up the rotation, not mm, somebody to compete with Kershaw, because he's, like, their Kofax or whatever. You can disagree with that, but that's what the team thinks.
I mean, putting Morrow back out there last night. Hoo-hoo, boy. I wonder if we're going to see him again tonight. Probably. Don't know about Watson. Wouldn't go to Watson again. Singrani's rested. I definitely think we're going to see Alex Wood tonight. Which could be great. It could be terrible. <laughs> So we'll see how I'm able to do the wrap-up episode. I'm on the road. I would love to have my wife, Cameron Esposito, as the guest. We're going to be on the road together. So I'm hoping we can do that. But I didn't bring a good recorder with me, so uh, I'm sorry. Oh, also, just a side note. Um, apologies that this has felt like a lopsided podcast. I tried my best. I tried to talk more about the winner when it was... I tried to speak more about the winners and speak about the mistakes the Dodgers made. Oh, because they've made a lot. I completely disagree with most of Dave Roberts' choices. Somehow it worked out last night. I don't know. There's also a... I didn't retweet it yet, but I'll try to remember to do that. Um, there's a great piece on Deadspin. The author's name is escaping me now, but uh, it's a great piece about the history, the sort of awful, not sort of, the awful history of Dodger Stadium and the move to Chavez Ravine. Um, it was something I was aware of from watching the Fernando Mania 30 for 30. My grandmother loved Fernando. She just loved it. He was one of her favorite pitchers. Which is why I feel this like soft spot for the Dodgers. A little bit. She liked a lot of teams. That's the thing. There weren't that many teams that she didn't like. <laughs> so that's good. You know, that's, that's been my sort of test of like, well, can I like this team? I also just, when I was going through my emotional roller coaster, I was like, I just need to be just a fan of baseball and not have a team that I care about. You can't get close, Butcher. You got to, no relationships. But it just happens. And also like, Straight up, it feels good to not cheer for racism right now. Because <laughs> no matter how outspoken I can be about Cleveland, if I'm still cheering for them, I'm still cheering for them. And that's ultimately always been the thing. But what brings me back is that they're a small, small market team. I'm from there. I, I feel like they get, you know, short shrift because of the small market and Cleveland. And But then at the same time, like, they're probably getting short shrift because they have a racist team name and logo, you know? It's pretty simple, and I'm working on it. I'm trying to not root for them next year. I mean, I, you won't see me doing it. I'm trying to not root against them in the postseason. And I will probably wear my Cleveland Buckeyes hat every now and then because it's a just sharp hat. And I think it's cool to, uh, we don't talk about the Negro Leagues enough and the fact that, uh, you know, what Jackie Robinson did was huge for sports and for America in general. But the other side of that is that then the Negro Leagues went away and most of those players didn't get picked up. They just played in this league that was slowly dying and slowly collapsing and then, then it was just over. And we don't really talk about that, you know. It would have been great if it just 
they just combine the leagues 100%, you know? But that's never what happens. So anyway, it's a great article about the history of that space, and it's it's pretty awful, and it's something that I, I knew about, and it was definitely my hesitation for following the Dodgers or being into them as a team, but you go to enough games, you see enough people, <sighs> it just happens. The, the thing is, if you're into sports, there's no, I don't think there's any team that you can really be into that isn't uh, shitty. <laughs> it's a billion dollar industry, you know? I mean, I feel like the Oakland Athletics are probably the only team with a, I mean, I know that they have a liberal front, front office as opposed to a Republican one, but they've made mistakes in the past. So there's, I don't know that there's any team that you can be like, oh yeah, I feel 100% good about cheering for this team. It's just, it's unfortunate. I wish it was different. Sorry about this announcement, it's long. I also recommend watching Fernando Mania because it is a really, uh, it's a really well done 30 for 30. Um, it's also really an interesting view about like how pitching has changed and how a lot hasn't changed. But Fernando is the, uh, he's the voice of the Spanish language broadcast, and the Dodgers were the first team to have a Spanish language broadcast, so that's kind of cool. But it's still pandering, given that they essentially ripped people out of their homes and stole their land to build a stadium. So, not great, Bob. Shout out to Paul Tompkins for that. Also recently learned that uh, I just, and this is on me for not doing the research, but I just kind of assumed, and also for not finishing the Jackie Robinson PBS documentary, still working on it, still on my DVR. Definitely an off-season watch. I always assumed that Jackie didn't want to play in Los Angeles, but that's not true. They were going to trade him to the Mets. Or the Giants. It was still the Giants then. No, Mets. I don't know. Whatever. It's early. Sorry. You know what's right, and if you're correct, then be happy for yourself. Anyway. So that's that's a bummer. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, the ownership of the team is different now, so it's not the same people. But I, this is not me being an apologist. Every single team has some garbage. Every single team. So anyway, this has been the Game 6 recap. I was wrong in my prediction, although I'll say, you know, Chris Taylor doesn't mishear Bob Woodward. I think it would have been Dodgers in 6, but that's not what happened, so I was wrong. So I'm not going to make any predictions, other than I think we're, we're going to see Verlander on the mound again. This is going to be an intense game. I hope you hydrate. I hope you get snacks. I hope you... Give your animals some treats that they can really enjoy so that they don't get stressed out because you are. <laughs> but here it is, any moment now. Game seven. And then you'll hear from me, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. Oh, you guys, this has been likely mad as hell right now. I'm trying to be very zen about it. I hope you've enjoyed this so far. It's been really fun to do. I hope the next time I do this, I am not traveling all over the country and I actually get to see the games. 
I'll be attempting to get over my depression over the fact that I have not gotten to go to any of the games and many of my friends who many of my friends have gotten to go to games. I'm very jealous of that. I'll admit it. I can be a jealous person. Who isn't? We're human beings. So, this has been Likely Mad as Hell. I'm your host, Rhea Butcher. Thanks again to Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit Forever Dog Podcast, Feral Audio. There's another one. And if you liked it, you liked it. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.